Welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar. If you're eager to gain clarity, speak with unwavering confidence, and liberate those inner voices, you're in the perfect spot. My mission here is to empower you to break free, find fulfillment, and ignite your passion. You ready? It's time to say it out loud. I've put together a guide of my top 10 tested and proven to work practical strategies and habits to help bright women like you say no, set your boundaries right, live confidently, and build healthy relationships, starting with the relationship you have with yourself. This is a self-paced guide, and I can't wait for you to dig into it so you can start becoming your most confident self because she's in there waiting for you. Head to the link in my show notes or go to vasavikumar.com forward slash guide and grab it today. When I share shit that I'm going through, like when I'm going through it or shortly after, I feel like they feel even more connected. And it's it's like you give people permission to be human. You give people permission to think, oh, wow, she goes through that? Okay, she goes through that too. At least I'm not alone. Or like, I'm so glad to hear that because so many people put pressure on themselves to be perfect. Hey everyone, it's Vasavi Kumar, licensed therapist and your host of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. For over two decades, I have been relentless when it comes to understanding and figuring out why we think the way we do, what stops us from going after our dreams, and how to get anything we want in life. From Mind Body Green to VH1 to Fox News and some of the top rated podcasts out there, my message has always been consistent. When you know yourself, you can do anything. I've helped thousands of people from all walks of life, from stay-at-home moms to entrepreneurs to people in recovery, to start thinking differently and change themselves from the inside out. And I'm going to do the same for you. Whether it's through the interviews I have with my guests or answering your questions right here on the show, here's my promise to you. If you're willing to take action on even 1% of what you hear today, your life will be unrecognizable. Get ready for unfiltered and unscripted conversations with some of the brightest people in mental health, marketing, relationships, and business. We're pulling back the curtain so you can see what it really takes to be human and become the person you want to be here on the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. If you've asked yourself recently, how do I go about making change in my life? How do I go about getting the things that I want in my life? And maybe you have been thinking about time that has been lost or, you know, you haven't been focusing as much as you want to. And now you're paying for it and you're like, you know, I got to do something about this and I don't know where to begin. Well, this, this episode is great because I'm sitting down with Stephanie Bellinger of the Spiritual Boss Babe and we're talking about, and she's breaking down actually, what it means to really have quantum leaps in your life. Um, I learned something from that. It was really cool actually. And um, really how you can, I don't want to say make up for lost time because the thing is we go through what we go through. And we learn the lessons that we hopefully need to learn. And when you have focus, you have momentum. You can, you can quantum leap. Something that may normally take a year might only take six months, depending on what it is that you're trying to get and achieve in your life. And manifestation, if, if the term manifestation has ever thrown you off and you're like, you know, what, what is this? It seems like woo-woo stuff. It seems like fluffy fairy dust type stuff. Don't judge it. Listen to the conversation and it's going to make sense to you. She gives a really great example, which you're going to have to tune in to listen to to get the example, but a really good example about, about manifestation and how we're already 
doing and practicing manifestation in our everyday lives. So I love the way she breaks this down. Also, if you were like struggling with imposter syndrome, which is real, right? When you're starting out on any goal or you're putting yourself out there in your business, you're an artist, you're a creator, you're a coach, you know, you're just putting yourself out there. That imposter syndrome struggle is real. And I want you to know that you're not alone in this. And uh, that's why I loved having Stephanie Bellinger on the show because she's so willing to talk about her own experiences. That's really what this is about, right? Being human is not about just showing the bright and shiny parts of us. It's really saying, hey, I'm out there doing the damn thing and I'm, and, 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 and I'm struggling with the same thing too. And if I can do it, you can do it. And so um, I want you to enjoy and lis- listen to and enjoy today's episode uh, while you're on a walk or while you're cooking in the kitchen or just driving somewhere. Just really uh, be present when you're listening and soak it all in. And remember that you are not late to the party. If you're sitting and doing the work and you're taking the time to really focus on your goals, you, you're taking action and that is what matters. I think what makes me human is uh, being able to experience the things that I want to experience in life. That's why I'm so obsessed with like manifestation and like living out my dreams and, and helping people and making an impact. And it really comes down to, well, what do I want to experience and allowing myself to have those experiences and connections with people. So being human is experiencing and expressing and being able to express who I am, express my art, express my soul express my gifts. So that is what it is to me. <laughs> you, I love that. I love that. I, I wrote down experiencing and expressing because it goes hand in hand, right? Because when you experience your own humanity and you're, you allow yourself to be human and you're experiencing that, you're having like a moment to moment experience. And then what do you do with that knowledge? What do you do with that uh, experience? And so putting that out into the world is expressing it. And you do that mm-hmm. so beautifully. Thanks. You know, you talk, you said about manifestation. Okay, let, let's unpack manifestation for a second, because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be straight up. Back in the day, I used to see the word manifestation and be like, that's a bunch of bullshit, you know, because it just feel, it, it felt so overview, over, overused, just like the word authentic, right? People were mm-hmm. overusing so many of these words, but I know enough about you to know that you really are the queen of manifestation. And so yeah. manifestation is real. I now know that in my own life things that I have manifested in my life. But for the, for, for my people listening who maybe are like, okay, sell me on this concept of manifestation. Mm-hmm. How has manifestation showed up in your life? Well, I mean, we're doing it all the time. We're manifesting all the time, things that we don't want and things that we do want. It's really just bringing the non-physical into the physical through our thoughts and through our energy and through our intentions. So it's not, it's just like, it's, it's what we're doing. I totally feel you. Like, the word can definitely get overused. And I feel like there's a lot of people who teach about it in a way that um, might be leaving things out. Cause I, I know a lot of people get the wrong idea of, Oh, you know, I got to be like high vibe and shit rainbows and butterflies all the time <laughs> to get what I want. And that's just not true. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to have challenges or all this stuff. I do talk a lot about ease and flow and all that stuff and getting clear on like who you need to be in the now moment and removing whatever resistance comes up in the way. And then it's going to flow in. And so this can come in many ways. I think that, 
the first step I think is becoming more aware of like what you're already experiencing and what's already come flowing into your life. Some people expect, Oh, you know, million dollars or whatever. That's kind of an exaggerated example, but some people expect like these big things right away. And I think like it's similar to working out at the gym. You kind of have to build your manifestation muscle. My first experience with manifestation quote unquote is, is actually, and I say it in air quotes because some people might not look like, look at this as a manifestation, but my weight loss journey, for example, when I'm right there with you, sister, tell us more about it. Oh yeah. You're going through that. So you're on your own journey, which is so exciting. So when I lost 60 pounds in six months, like, yeah, obviously I did things, duh. (laughs) But, um, that was my first experience of understanding. Oh my God. I can do anything I put my mind to. I didn't know that that was manifesting back then, but I really, here's what I did. I set the intention. I never thought I could lose weight. I always grew up chubby and I ate like the shittiest food. I never participated in gym class as it's, you know, when I was in school, I always like wrote fake notes for my mom to get out of gym class and she never knew about it. And like, I just hated the idea of working out. I ate, you know, cookies and brownies and pizza. I lived off of that stuff. And my dad's side of the family was always overweight, whatever. So I set this intention and I was in a really abusive relationship at the time that I want to lose weight so I could build my confidence. I could get out of this relationship so I can feel good about myself. And I set that intention And then I just kept visualizing myself already on the other side of it. I kept seeing how I would, like, I kept seeing it in my mind's eye of, like, me feeling super confident and fit and energized and healthy. And I saw it so strongly that it didn't matter when it was going to happen. It didn't matter what it took. I, I just started to feel like it already was happening, like it was already done. And then because I felt that, because I was being it, then I started, my habits shifted. I started working out. I started learning how to eat better and I detached from the outcome. I didn't even realize I was doing all the manifestation steps. Mm-hmm. I like detached from the outcome. Cause I was like, I don't really care when it happens. Like I'm just staying present and, uh, you know, embodying it. And then I lost 60 pounds in six months. And that's when I was like, holy shit. I just like became a different person. Let's take a quick break. Having been in therapy since the age of 12, I know firsthand just how powerful the process of finding the right therapist is. Going to therapy and talking things out with my therapist has made me happier, clearer, and most importantly, I have a plan for my mental health. I have tools to be able to communicate with others and also the tools to cope when life gets hard, which it does. So let me ask you a question. Is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human who lives in this world who is going through a hard time, Therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get 
get matched with the therapist. There's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. That's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Clicking that link helps support this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with the therapist and see if it helps you. And because finding a therapist is a little like dating, if you don't really fit with that therapist, which is a common thing with therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without stressing out about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. I don't know where I would be without the help of therapy and my therapist, but I do know that life would feel that much harder. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Thank you again, BetterHelp, for supporting this podcast. You know, I'm still, that's a great example of it. I love, so two things that I have written down here is, first of all, the Amazon clicking, putting it in a check. (laughs) I mean, that is probably one of the most, like, visual representations of what it is that you're trying to get across, right? Like, we order shit online, and we just expect for it to show up, right? We just have this trust, Mm -hmm. and we have this belief that with this transaction, it's a financial transaction, right? Like I give you my credit card, you give me this thing. Mm-hmm. So like, in, and, and we just have this trust. We just have like a blind faith that it's going to show up. And what you said with the, with your weight loss journey, and I'm, I'm right there with you with where I'm going through in my life. It's like the visualization, man, imagination is free, right? We, I mean, us visualizing things in our life, that is a, that is free. We don't, we don't have to pay for that. We literally just have to sit and imagine what is it going to feel like in the future mm-hmm. when we get and bring that, that in the now. Yeah. And bring that into the now. And I love that. And we, uh, let me ask you this though. Where do you think in your work with clients and manifestation? Cause I'm sure you, you do this work with your clients. Like yeah. That's kind- it's like the foundation of everything. I mean, I teach a lot of different things, but it's always, this comes back to this. So what is the biggest hurdle you think with the people that come to work with you? Like they're all in, right? They're like, yes. Stephanie, I'm going to work with you. We're going to manifest some shit. What gets in the way? What is it that gets in the way? Oh, well, it's always like self-doubt, uh, limiting beliefs. So it's really not even all about manifestation. Like the real thing that I help people with is remembering who the F they are. And in that, they're able to create whatever they want. That's really what it is. Not everyone understands or knows that yet. So mm-hmm. I like but saw them will. on the manifestation piece. Yeah. But the biggest thing that gets in the way is... Um, doubting themselves, being scared, letting fear take over, you know, limiting beliefs, you know, I mean, you work with people around all this stuff too. It's like the, that inner critic voice, the, it's going to take too long. It's going to be too hard, blah, blah, blah. I love, I want to go back to what you said about remembering the fuck who they are, because a lot of times I always want to correct people when they're like, I have to find who I am. I was like, you don't need to (laughs) find who you are. You're not lost. You just have to remember I, yeah. Who you are. I say the same thing when it comes to your purpose too. You don't have to find your purpose. It's, it's so what is this when we're unpacking? So we've unpacked manifestation. You gave a really <laughs> good example. Guys listening. I mean, think about it the next time you place your order, right? Like you got to place your order to the universe or to your higher self or God for what it is that you want. You just have to trust and believe that it's going to show up and you got to do the work, right? The mm-hmm. transaction instead of handing over money is like, you got to put in the action. You got to do the work to get that. When it mm-hmm. comes to remembering the fuck who you are, I, w- I really want everyone listening to get this. Like, how do you walk someone towards, how do you walk someone in that process to remember who the fuck they are? What do they got to do to remember who they are, <laughs> what they're made of? 
Well, I think as humans, we have many moments where we forget. Like I know I still forget for a hot minute. And then I remember again, I'm like, oh shit. But um, when, I'm, when I'm guiding people through that, it really, I mean, they, it's a lot of, there's a lot of pieces to it. It's kind of like a unraveling of what is in the way first, you know, they already know who they want to be. Like most of the time, you know, I, a lot of people say, I just want to be my most authentic, confident self. And so it's like, okay, well, what's, you, that's already who you are. So like, what's in the way of that? You know, like what's in the way of you being your most authentic, confident self. And then it's like, oh, I'm scared that people will judge me or, oh, you know, I'm afraid, you know, I'm going to fail. So it's again, it's, it's like um, first understanding, okay, well, who do you want to be? You get to decide who you want to be, get clear about that. Like, how do you want to show up? Like remembering who you are, it's also like, I think you can create whoever the hell you want to be too. Yes. Thank you for saying that. And I think a lot of times I remind this to people and I say this, I'm like, you know, you're allowed to change. You're allowed to be different. You can wake up tomorrow if you so chose to and be like, you know what? I really don't want to be who I used to be. I hate, you know, not that I hated that, but like that version of me wasn't serving me anymore. You get to choose. Exactly. And you're always expanding and evolving. But I also think that like, you know, if you think back to like when you were a kid, even there are certain things about you or about your interests that sometimes they stay kind of similar, you know, Mm -hmm. to the core of who you are. Like, you know, I know for me, like it's always been my art Um, expressing my art or just like being silly and like random and weird and I don't know it's just like a part of my personality Um, so it's like reminding them of that and like helping them just unravel whatever is in the way of them actually expressing like I have them I have a lot of I like to ask the question or invite people to ask the question of like if I didn't give a shit about what anyone thought about me like what would I say what would I create Mm. like how would I show up you know, like when you're by yourself and, you know, I don't know if anyone else does this, but I love to like dance in front of my mirror, you know, and like do all weird, like what, like, how are you holding back? Like, and be honest about that. And then why are you holding back? You know, maybe it's because you just don't feel like showing that side of yourself, or maybe it's because you're scared or whatever. And what's one action you can do like now that will move you in the direction of like opening up more. Was there ever a time where you felt like um, you had to put on a facade and you could not show up in your full humanity? I ask all of this because what I always want my listeners to get is that the person that you're listening to, right? So in this case, it's you, the guest. It's easy to look at you and be like, well, easy for her to say. I mean, she's Mm -hmm. spiritual boss, babe. She's awesome. Look at her. Like she's, and what I really want my listeners to get is this, is like, you did not wake up like this. I mean, we all in our own way, we we came into this world pure and untainted, right? And then something happened. And then we retreated into this shell. Mm -hmm. And then you reawakened to yourself and here you are, (laughs) Stephanie, in all of your glory. So was there a time where you felt like you had to put on a facade and you couldn't show up in your full humanity? Um, There are probably plenty of times like that, but for me, it was more so... I went into a shell like when I was growing up I was really shy like I remember I was just talking to someone about this I was literally I remember sitting at the lunch table in high school or middle school or something I think it was middle school I switched schools a bunch of times and I remember literally this one day like sitting at the lunch table 
feeling like mute, like completely mute. And I just remember thinking in my head, like, why am I so afraid to talk? Like, why am I in this shell? And I was so scared to talk to anyone. I was the awkward, quiet girl. I didn't talk to anyone and people thought I was weird because I was so quiet. It made other people uncomfortable because I was quiet, but I was quiet because I was protecting myself or I was protecting, I don't know. I was like scared of people. I was like afraid that, you know, people would be mean to me or they wouldn't like me anyway. So I may as well just stay quiet. Mm. And then they didn't like me because I was quiet. And so like, so, yeah, you're basically damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Yeah. So yeah. I grew up really quiet and I fucking hate when people call me shy. Like I can't sit because people have done it even recently. Like yeah. I cannot stand it. It like bothers me so much. But so I don't know. I, I grew up like that for, and it was like that for a long time. And I wanted nothing more than to not be in that shell and to like unleash. And I think, you know, after I went on this, started my journey of like growth and all this stuff, it helped me unleash, but that's like all the work that I had to do. So I can't say that it was more like a facade necessarily. I mean, there've been different phases of hiding or not showing up as I really am. And I still always, even now say like, I feel like there's always like another layer of, of, of it. So um, I think that actually a big part of what I teach and what I share and what I do is because of my own journey. Like I was so freaking scared to, to, to talk, to show up, to do videos. I was scared shitless when I started sharing my message and putting myself out there. Like, but I wanted to so mm. bad. So for the person listening who is in a similar boat, right? Like um, as you were back in the day, like they have so much that they want to say, but they're not saying it for fear of being judged or being ridiculed or being made fun of or whatever. And here you are, you're such a good example of somebody who did something about it. You did do, you, 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 you yeah. changed, you changed. And now you're out there. I mean, I follow your Instagram on your stories. <laughs> you're very vocal. You know, you, you definitely show up as this weird self and I love it. Like, I don't think it's weird in a, in a it's just, you're you, you're you, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's, that's great. It's refreshing to see that. What would you say to the person who is listening? Who's like, man, uh, I'm afraid to speak up. I, but I have so much to say, but I don't know where to begin. Yeah. I didn't know where to begin either. I just would say it will start with where you are, like what one, like something that you're passionate about right now or something that's really helped you on your journey. Like when I first started uh, making videos, it was around when I was doing my fitness, uh, my fitness business with not my fitness journey. That was way long ago. But when I started my fitness business and started getting into personal development, I started teaching, sharing things just about goal setting or about, you know, how I start my day. So, I mean, we all have a day one. So first off, you got to accept that. And I think that's like the first step of showing up and sharing your messages, understanding like if you're nervous, we all have a day one. Me, Vasavi, like mm. we've had our day one where we made our very first video or we very first started showing up and it was probably awkward and uncomfortable and weird. But the more we did it, the better we got, the more comfortable we got, the more confident we got. Um, and so just you got to start somewhere and so start with what you're feeling pulled to say or share and um i mean I, there's this thing that i always say to people is that action builds confidence and crushes fear and i love that 
you know, I, I always remind myself of that because it's so true. It's like when people, when people say to me, like, I'm not confident, I need to get confident. I go, you get confidence by doing the thing that you're afraid of doing. If you're feeling stuck or if you're feeling like, man, I really want to do this, but I'm afraid when you do the thing that you're afraid of doing, but you do it, you're going to be like, holy shit, I did it. And mm -hmm. that is an instant dopamine rush. That is an instant confident, confident booster. So was there a moment in your life or maybe, I'm sure it was a culmination of moments, but was there a moment when you decided, you know, you were done trying to maybe look perfect or um, good for the outside world and just allow yourself to be human? Mm -hmm. um, I think that it just, for me, it kind of happened over time of like just getting more comfortable. Um, when it comes to what I'm doing now, yeah, I think it just, the more I built confidence and continue to show up, I just gradually just stopped giving a shit. You know, I was kind of, um, yeah, just, I, I feel like it was a gradual thing for me personally. And, and I always feel like whenever I share something really vulnerable, whenever I get nervous to share something, that's usually when another layer unravels of authenticity and I always know because I don't often get really scared about yeah. posting stuff but those moments that I do I know it's going to be like a, a pivotal moment for me <laughs> in unveiling a new layer of authenticity if that makes any sense it does and I really like what you're saying here because it's like most people will be will be um overcome by fear right before mm -hmm. they're about to share something or do something and oh my god sometimes i have to consult with like a few friends first and like i'm like should i post it should i hit like when, I, when it's that kind of post i know it's gonna be like good <laughs> it's gonna be good but 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 you're like see now i would love my listeners to take a page from your book and realize that that fear is actually your compass right we a lot of times we have our fear and we're like mm. oh hell no i'm not gonna experience this pain i'm not gonna experience this discomfort but it's like the minute you hit that send button or that publish button, or you say no to that person verbally or over text, it's like you're peeling back another layer. Mm -hmm. You're becoming more of who you are. When yeah. You and it feels so good. Yeah, absolutely. So take us a little bit back to um, the Stephanie before she became the spiritual boss babe. <laughs> and even like, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking more about the girl who was sitting at the lunch table who wasn't uh, very talkative and she was afraid. Like, wh where do you think that came from? Like you not wanting to talk a lot, not wanting to speak up. Like, wh where do you think that came from? From, I well, I think it was like, I was, I was like the time when I was like going through puberty. I feel like I was like young teenager, but I switched schools like three times when I was younger. And for whatever reason, like, I just felt like people that I, because I switched from back and forth from schools mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, the people that I went to school with before, they're not going to remember me because I look different now. Like, I don't know. It was weird. Like, yeah. I just was like, I don't think I'm going to fit in with these people. And, you know, sometimes people could be really mean, especially girls like in school. Absolutely. So I just felt really self-conscious. I didn't want to really be in with the cool crowd so like because i felt like they were mean mm -hmm. and i freaking can't stand mean people so like i will not become one of them just to be in the cool crowd mm -hmm. so 
I don't know. It was just like a combination. I had very low self-esteem. And I think actually like after a lot of the work that I've done and I love my brother and everything, but I think a lot of it stems from like my older brother, like picking on me when I was really little mm. and like the, how that had an effect on my self-esteem um, as I was like developing into a teenager and all that stuff. Um, and I just like really had horrible self-esteem, honestly. I no, I, I believe it. I mean, you know, even, I'm, I'm, and I'm sure you have a great relationship with your brother now, but that kind of stuff. And I, I think it's important. The reason why I ask is like a lot of times, you know, as adults, we're like, well, why am I like this? Like, what, why, where did this come from? And I, you know, as a licensed therapist, for me, it's very important for people to understand why you are the way you are. I don't think you spend too much time in the overanalyzation and the overthinking of the root cause, but I think knowing the root cause is really helpful because then it can kind of get us out of that emotional reactionary state to really logically understanding like, oh, this is why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. But then in the present moment, you can be like, I don't like this behavior. I'm going to change it. You know what I mean? So you got to know both. You got to mm -hmm. know where it comes yeah. from. But honestly, what's just, what's, what's valuable is going to be like, I don't like this. I don't like how I'm showing up. I don't like how I'm speaking or not speaking. And I'm going to do something about it. What I love about, what I love about your story is that You've been able to take these pieces of you, right? These parts of you, the, the part of you that had low self-esteem, the part of you that didn't speak up, the part of you that struggled with your weight and lost 60 pounds in six months. That's freaking ridiculous in the, in, the most, in the best way possible. The part of you that has manifested things that you want in your life. And now you've helped others do the same. So mm -hmm. I, I love that because, and I say this, I say this on, I'm saying this on every episode, every podcast episode that I record is like, you can have pain and progress at the same time. Can you share a little bit about how you just did? You said that, you know, you said this on your Instagram story that you, you had a pretty good week financially and mm -hmm. you were still not like feeling the best. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that we can, I know that we can still manifest awesome things, money, whatever, uh, opportunities, relationships, whatever, even when you're feeling like shit, like, and I've experienced this in my business, like income wise and opportunity wise, I've experienced it. And like, I love reminding myself of that in those moments because it's so easy to get down on yourself and say, oh, I can't manifest or I can't attract anything I want in this state. Oh, like I'm feeling like crap. I'm never going to be able to manifest the things that I want. But actually I've manifested a lot of things that I wanted and attracted a lot of things that I wanted when I was in crappy states. So like, it's not about um, like bypassing your emotions or anything that you're going through. Uh, and at the same time, you don't need to stay there. So um, I think that it's important to just know that you're a freaking human. You can have a range of emotions at any given moment. You don't need to be perfect. You know, everything that you want is already available to you always and it's just a matter of you like allowing yourself to receive it and you can still allow yourself to receive things when you're not feeling your best of, co of course I'm sure it's much easier when you are feeling amazing and on fire um, you know I, I think that it's just like it's anything is possible you don't need to be in a, like a high vibe state all the time so Right. This is perfect that we're talking about this because given that it's, you know, COVID and 
all the pandemic and whenever this airs, oh, yeah. who the hell knows? We could probably still be going through this right <laughs> I'm now. I'm like, oh yeah, like I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot too. And I'm like, oh, mass what? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> people don't want to get in trouble. Okay, so uh, what I will say is, um, I think this is a, what you're saying. It really needs to be heard right now because I mean, I'm sure you've seen the messaging around people are not buying right now. You shouldn't be. Oh, I won't even like buy into that because it's just, it's, it's not serving me. It would never serve me. I wish that people were, would think for themselves because just like we, I would question my thoughts when I'm saying this to myself, whatever I'm saying to myself, when I watch the media, which I rarely watch the news, I don't know the last time I actually turned on the news and I really don't get the news to my phone, but I'm like, you know, we, we got to learn to think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. If we're going to buy into the hype of everything. And I'm not saying what's going on is not serious or dangerous or real. I'm not saying any of that. But what I am saying is, you got to ask yourself, is the messaging that we're receiving, is it, is it serving me? Is it bringing me forward? Is it driving me forward in my life? Or is it keeping me stuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was going through a freaking, like the worst month of my life, honestly, in this last like month or a month and a half or so, like I couldn't even go on video or create, like I really need to step back. And it's interesting because in that, in that stepping back and like not going on videos and being like, screw this. I also had this moment of, you know what? I am totally need to make this easy. I'm going to just send this email out and just talk to people one-on-one through email and offer this opportunity this way because I don't feel like showing up in the forefront and I just did that and you know I let it be easy it was like the easiest you know uh income the easiest calling in of soulmate clients and I just was it it actually helped me commit to my boundaries and ease like in a really interesting way because like I, I wasn't able to do anything else uh, emotionally. I was like, I need this to be easy. I'm feeling pulled to offer this container right now. Um, to work just, with clients, you're saying, right? Like a container of, uh, to work with clients? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this grew like a group container. And like, I knew that those feelings and the things that I was going through was going to pass. So I wasn't going to let that keep me down. So it like you know, it inspired me to be like, okay, I, I took basically a month off and I was like planning on, okay, getting a group of people together to share the new things that I've been learning and, and help them through the processes that I've always been bringing myself through. And, um, you know, I also believe that as healers and coaches and stuff, we also heal and grow by helping other people too. And not in like a selfish way, but it's oh. just like part of like the energy exchange of everything. Well, I think when, when you say all of this, what it's making me um, really want to hit home here is I know you said you were going through a difficult time and while we don't have to get into that, what I'm really seeing the bigger picture and theme here is like when you can't control a lot of things in your life, that's when you get mm-hmm. to create. That, like creation. Yes. Really is, yeah. So like there was maybe a lot of things in your life personally or whatever was going on that you couldn't control. So instead you were like, well, you know, when you feel helpless, help another person, right? Like the, mm-hmm. you know, the absolute 12th step of the, of, of, you know, me being a 12th stepper and going through my AA meetings and all of that mm-hmm. being in, uh, being, being recovered is, you know, the 12th step is to be of service. So it's like, even no matter how shitty you feel, you always have it within you to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so I love that because, you know, there may have been things in your life that you couldn't control, 
but, but so you created something, you created something for other people, right? Yeah. And I definitely have had moments like on my journey of saying, even in moments like that of feeling like, well, shit, how can I help people if I'm going through this? Let's talk about that because I think, I think the, the thing that, uh, and especially with imposter syndrome, right? Like this is what people think is like, mm-hmm. well, I don't have my shit together or I don't have everything all perfect in my life. So who am I to be blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Right. So t- speak a little bit more. Oh my God. Imposter syndrome. Speaking of that, like this came up like so much on the call that I had with my group today. Like everyone was scared of imposter syndrome. So many people put pressure on themselves to be perfect. And so I feel like um, to help with imposter syndrome is again, like being your authentic self and like moving through that fear and showing up as that, like, well, you'll see, um, from people and you can even think people listening. If you like watch someone online or you, you're really into someone's content and you hear them share a story of like something they're struggling with or something they, you know, are going through, you probably feel like, wow, I never knew that. Or, oh my God. Like, and you like their stuff even more. People are going to do the same thing for you. Just own your story and own your message and, you know, like just remind yourself that that's actually a bunch of bullshit really because it's not like you're trying to screw someone over or like deceive someone or whatever. I feel like that's the ego's way of keeping us in duality, right? Because the more we step into who we are and start living our lives unapologetically just kind of free from that we become more at one with ourselves and the entire Mm -hmm. role of the ego is to keep us protected and to keep us safe Mm. so the closer we get to just here's who i am hello world it's like we no longer need the ego as much because the ego kept us safe they keep ego kept us isolated and separate and the other Versus mm-hmm. when we start to become more at one with ourselves, ego is just kind of like in the background, like yapping away and we're like, all right, all right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it doesn't have its function. That's a really um, good point and way to put it. Thank you. Um, so, you know, with the work that you do with your clients and just what you've seen in the world with yourself and with the people that you work with, what do you think, you said perfection, what do you think stops people from truly allowing themselves to be human? I think shame is like the number one thing that stops people from being who they are, to be honest with you. It's just this, and we have this idea of how we should be. Yeah. So what somebody told us from way back in the day of what, what we should be or shouldn't be, you should be mm-hmm. like that. So when we're not that, then we feel ashamed. And then th- it's like, that's when we really got to question ourselves. Like, who said that I needed to be this way? That's the best question to always ask. It, whenever a belief comes up that like, or whenever a story or something comes up that it, it doesn't feel very empowering, just ask yourself, well, who told me that? Do I really believe that? What would happen if I didn't believe that? And like start dissecting it. Who would I be without that thought? Who would I be yeah. without that belief? That goes back to Byron Katie's work. You know, Byron Katie, she, she, her, her kind of framework is called the work. And she always says, you know, who would I be? Like, if you have this thought or this belief, I am unlovable, right? And just asking ourselves, who would I be without that belief? How would I walk into a room if I didn't have the belief that I am unlovable, mm. you'd be a lot more open. You'd be a lot more connected. Yeah. You know, you'd be a lot more free. Yes. And when you're clear about that and you begin to embody that and be that, that's how you, that's, that's how you make like serious quantum leaps. <laughs> like, but it's probably going to be a little scary and challenging because you're not used to it and you have to let go of an old identity that you were subscribing to. That's not even you anyway, fully. 
Explain to me what uh, quantum leaping is. In a nutshell, creating like massive momentum and experiencing like a major shift or up level in your life. It's basically like collapsing time and shortening the time frame that it takes you to manifest a desire or to reach a goal. So when you make a quantum leap, you can achieve something that maybe in a month, for example, that normally would take six months or something, just as an example. So when you make a quantum leap, it's like just making this huge jump, this huge stride forward, basically into a reality that already exists, because it can get really out there. Mm -hmm. um, and bringing that into the now, like this is what I teach a lot is like how everything is already happening, is everything's happening simultaneously, infinite possibilities exist already, and they already are you know, if you believe in the multiverse theory or the many worlds theory. And when you make a quantum leap, you're essentially like connecting to a future you, which is not really a future you if everything's happening now, mm. but you're connecting to an alternate reality you, essentially, basically your higher self or your next level self, if you want to think of it like that. And then you are bringing traits of that version of yourself into the present moment. So this can be, I like to change my style when I do stuff like this. Like, that's like one thing that I love to do to like signify a shift is I'll change my style or my hair or my makeup, but you can also do it in many ways, just changing your habits or the way that you start your day. Maybe you decide, okay, that next level me, she gets up at this time and she makes her bed as soon as she gets up and doesn't look at her phone for the first hour. Maybe something so simple like that. And then you start you know, then you it can add more, bring more of that into the now. And that's the embodiment piece of it. It symbolizes like a new, uh, like a fresh start. What does being human mean to you? Allowing yourself to experience and do and be everything that you desire and connecting with other people and with yourself, being able to feel all the feels being human is amazing. It's like a gift. You know, I had this realization one, one time when it was pretty deep realization. Um, <laughs> so I was looking in the mirror and I was like, Oh my God, I'm human. And I realized I was looking in my eyes and I was like, wow, there's literally consciousness. I know this is really deep streaming right. through my physical body they're like, I'm consciousness streaming through a physical body. And I was looking in the mirror and I was like, wow, like my eyes, tears come out of my eyes when I feel something through my body. And I was like having these really deep <laughs> thoughts. And I was like, it's so amazing to be human because I can feel. I'm, I'm literally just thinking about what you're saying. Like, <laughs> so, how often do we stop to look in the mirror and be like, I'm human. That is amazing. And I love what you said about like, it's funny because like we have this pure consciousness, right? We have this awareness of ourselves. Yes. It's like we're this person who feels and can touch and can have these senses, but then we're also this non-physical entity that can observe us doing these things. <laughs> yes. We're the it's observer and we're the observer and the, the, the physical object. It's pretty trippy. Yes, it is. I, I wish, you know, for people who are listening, who need to give themselves permission to really feel their humanity, all of it, that range, what do you want to say to them? Move through the discomfort. Um, it's not always going to feel comfortable. I have moments of feeling really vulnerable or uncomfortable uh, to 
step into a new level in my life and my business and with relationships, whatever. So my message is to stay committed to your own growth and expansion journey and have more fun. The more fun you have, the more magic you experience in life anyway. So just have more fun and know that and surround yourself with people who support you and, and get you and support your expansion. Um, and just no one is you. I mean, that's your power. I love that quote too. No one is you and that's your power. So shine on because I mean, normal is boring. I embrace being weird. So if you think you're weird and no one's going to like you embrace that shit. Cause there's a lot of other weirdos out there in such a good way. I mean that in the best way. Be a part of some of the groups that you offer. Uh, what would be that first step? How do they do that? Um, just visit my website, spiritualbossbabe.com. Everything is literally on there, like about the group, my programs, everything that you can think of. Thank you. I appreciate you for who you are and just showing up and sharing your story. Um, I know that our listeners got something from this conversation. I know that I did. Thank you so much for just kind of just, just being you and just being human and embracing your own weirdness because that's really what this podcast is about. It's like you're just yourself and you show up as yourself and you are proof that you can be yourself and be successful and you don't have to fit into this mold and you can truly, you can truly manifest the life that you want. You can manifest and be the person that you want to be. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. For even more inspiration, motivation, and no BS advice on how to get anything you want in life, book a call with me over at vasavikumar.com. If you love today's episode, be sure to screenshot it and tag me at Hire Vasavi, H-I-G-H-E-R Vasavi. Feeling extra generous? Leave the podcast a positive review on iTunes. And remember this, when you know yourself, you can be, do, and have anything you want. If you love today's episode, then say it out loud. Subscribe, leave a review, and come say hi over on Instagram at my name is Vasavi. Until next time, say it out loud.